go to infendo.com and join our Discord and ask us a question. If Mario and Luigi were to do a podcast, it might sound something like this. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, hello, hello. I'm not Lucas, but I'm here for the show. Um, it's Let's just cut right to the chase. It's Tears of the Kingdom time because there was a Nintendo Direct yesterday, right, Justin? And I am just like itching to talk about it. Um, first off, let's get the formalities out of the way. Justin, how are you this evening, and where can the people find you if they want to follow along? Uh, I am not quite caffeinated enough, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at NintendoJustin, uh, and uh, check out what I'm writing about Disney-related at thedisneyparkbench.com. Okay, Perfect. Well, you can find me on infendo.com doing my thing over there. Um, you can also go to like any of my social medias and basically see nothing. Sometimes I retweet funny stuff, so you know that's a thing. But you know, yeah, that's that's my <laughs> life. But let you know, like I said, let's talk about Tears of the Kingdom because there was a direct yesterday, and there was uh, quite a bit of information revealed about the game. I feel so. I guess. Spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear about the game, you know, probably jump about halfway through the show, I would say, because that's pretty much the news this episode. So, um, yeah, what did you think about the Direct, first of all, Justin? Because I thought that, like, the new mechanics that they showed and, like, the new um, new old um, world looked really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, it's... It's... Uh... It's looking like there's going to be a lot more new content than I think uh, some people were afraid there would be. Like, the the world, like, the main open world of Hyrule is still the same Hyrule, but uh, not only do you have the whole sky world um, added to it, but it looks like there are a lot of changes to the world itself. Like, so, you know, kind of one of those everything that's old is new again sort of feeling. Right, I've seen right. quite a few uh, videos on YouTube where they go through different areas and compare them and show, hey, this is what it looked like in Breath of the Wild, this is what it looks like in Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, somebody else pointed out that the uh, draw distance is much better in Tears of the Kingdom, probably because mm, this is actually a Switch game and not a port of a Wii U game, so right. you know they didn't have to sacrifice anything. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but that's so true because the, yeah, like you played that game originally on the Wii U. I totally forget that. So yeah, there was that whole aspect of that game. So hopefully they're going to be able to, you know, push the Switch just a little bit further because of that type of thing. Yeah, no, I, um, I thought that for me, like it looked pretty much the same, which is fine by me, like worldwise. I think there was a couple of other like fauna and like, you know, flora type of thing that some people were pointing out in, you know when they were like going frame by frame and everything. But you know, for me, it's, uh, it looks incredible. Um, what did you think about the new fuse mechanic? I'd like, that's pretty much the big part of the game. I would say like, that's like the, you know, the gimmick I would, I, I'm thinking it looks really cool from my perspective. Uh, first of all, I love that they call it ultra hand because you know, nice little throwback to some Nintendo history there. Right. Um, right. But, uh, 
yeah, it looks like it's going to be interesting. I don't know how much, probably weapon-wise, I'll I'll use it. Um, I don't know how many vehicles I'm going to build because, I don't know, it really, it really depends on how fun and effective it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how necessary it is. But, um, you know, it's, it's definitely different. It's new. It will completely change the way we traverse Hyrule and... Um, yeah, I did notice that, so, the shrines are all gone, the towers mm -hmm. seem to be gone, so I'm wondering if this means that there's not going to be any fast travel, or maybe less fast travel, so the reason they have these vehicles is so that you can get from point A to point B faster, sure. um, because I found, you know, and I think we all did, once you find enough shrines, you pretty much don't walk anywhere, and having a horse yeah. is completely useless, because yeah. you just fast travel to the nearest location and chances are whatever shrine you fast travel to is within like you can see about three or four other uh shrines that you can just walk to so you don't have to really go anywhere yeah but i was wondering that myself if that like to. I, I was wondering if like shrines were gone entirely because you know you saw like the you know big part of the overworld as the, uh anuma was diving down type of thing you know he it didn't seem like there was any like glowy bits, you know, it didn't see the glowy tower, the glowy shrine type of thing. So uh, yeah, There's I don't know. That's going to be interesting. There's something that I've seen where like there's kind of a swirly kind of greenish light coming off of it. And I'm kind of wondering what those are. We didn't really talk about sure. those. We just kind of saw them in the background. So maybe that's some sort of fast travel point, but I don't know. I'm, I'm eager, like I've been excited for this game ever since I mean ever since I knew there was going to be a sequel um right but, uh, it's nice to know that there's enough new stuff that I'm not going to feel like I'm just playing the same game over again yeah it it seems like it's going to be for all intents and purposes like you know a brand new game yeah same mechanics obviously you know but with some new stuff tacked on but I'm excited for what they can do because, quite frankly, I think that, like, they... Uh, Breath of the Wild felt like it was a finished game, but it also felt like they wanted to spend another five years on it. You know what I mean? So, like, I want to see what they can do with an already finished engine and pretty much, like, gosh... I think this is the longest period between mainline Zelda games, right? Um, in in a I think so. So when like, did, what was the twenty seventeen when Breath of the Wild came out? Yeah, yeah. So that's a long time between games. Plus, they're able to use the same engine, you know. So I'm hoping that that means that it's going to be a much more fleshed out experience. Again, not taking anything away from Breath of the Wild because I love Breath of the Wild, you know that. But like, you know, your people like, you know, like Lucas, who was not so jazzed on it, there was a lot to be said from him, like saying, oh yeah, the, well, the world was empty and there was like no dungeons, you know, maybe Nintendo will be able to address a lot of those um, criticisms, you know? Yeah, and you know, the, the, uh, the merging or whatever the fusing uh, mechanic is kind of that crafting thing that everybody was wanting so you know that that'll be a nice touch to bring uh, 
I think I think that will really help with it because clearly weapons still break. They're just about as weak as they ever were, at least judging yeah. by how quickly that stick broke. But right. if you can take a stick and add a rock, and now it's even more powerful, and then if it breaks, you can do it again, and you know, like the ability to just it, it just expands the ability to kind of improvise your your weaponry and all that, which will be an interesting twist. Yeah, and I guess we're assuming that everybody watched the trailer, but I guess if you didn't, what's cool about this fuse mechanic is that, like Justin said, you can basically take anything in your inventory and fuse it with, you know, something else. So one of the um, cool things that Aonuma did was took a keys eyeball and attached it to an arrow and it turned into like a homing arrow. That was just so cool. Yeah, that like, was I'm cool. Just, I, I just can't wait to figure out like the different um, mechanics for what you can fuse with what and what it'll do if you fuse with it. So like, for example, what else can I fuse the keys eyeball with to like make it homing or whatever, you know, like I, I just uh, I, I think that this is going to be a really, really cool mechanic that is just going to like people are going to be people already were playing Breath of the Wild for years. People are still playing it and finding stuff, you know, like I think this is going to be even greater still with uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Well, and clearly many of these ideas come from the things that people were doing with the game. Like the ability sure. to create vehicles has got to be directly inspired from the fact that people were literally building vehicles out of the physics engine in Breath of the Wild. Right. Like they were right. creating flying machines. They were creating carts that were self-propelled. Like all of this stuff is like, well, if people are doing this anyway. We may as well make it easier. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And turn it into like a, you know, the gimmick for the game. And I'm actually really excited about it, honestly. Like it's, uh, it's going to be cool because I think when we were, uh, um, you know, even playing the game post, you know, launch, post the years after, where it's like, okay, I have all of these items, but like, yeah, I can craft like recipes and stuff, but like, I'm not really using a lot of these items in my inventory. This is going to be a, a reason to use all of your items in your inventory, hopefully, you know, I think it'll be really cool. Yeah, um, yeah, that's definitely true. Like, uh, if I go back to my original uh, save, which I can do now because I hooked up my Wii U over the weekend. Um, sure. Yeah, I'm I'm sure there's just tons and tons of stuff that I'm never gonna do anything with because the only know, thing once, that was once, once you learn those two or three really good recipes, that's pretty much all you'll ever make. And, exactly. You know, yeah. You can't do anything with any of the other things. I barely use made elixirs like ever all, all i need is durians just give me the durians and so i can yep. increase my life and like that's all that's all i need you know that's all i need but like with this game like there's gonna be a reason to hunt that stuff so i i really appreciate that that's gonna be really cool um the other mechanic they showed was that and i and i forget what it's called i think it's just like called ascend or whatever but i think that's gonna be interesting as well where you can like go through the ceiling oh yeah and uh, one of the videos I watched today pointed out the fact that so there was the, the one part where uh, an enemy knocks him off of a floating platform and he falls. Sure. While he's falling, you can't use the ascend uh, feature. But when he hit the water and went under, the ascend feature became an option again until he came up to the surface. So 
there's even more speculation that you might be able to explore the bottom of these bodies oh, of water, which sure. we've all wanted to do. So hopefully there'll be some sort of swimming mechanic or, you know, iron boots sort of thing where you can, you know, explore the bottom of Lake Hylia and, and all yeah. these things that, you know, was kind of sorely missing from Breath of the Wild. Totally, totally. Yeah, I imagine being able to swim to uh, what the heck is that island out there? Oh yeah, um, the one where they take all your stuff. Um, I forget which one you're talking. I know what you're talking Eventide. about. But I remember the name. Yeah, thank you, Eventide. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then what was the other mechanic? There was like that rewind mechanic, and that was uh, that was pretty cool. It, it seemed very. Uh, that was the one mechanic that seemed like it could have existed in Breath of the Wild to me. You know what I mean? Like that could have already been one of the powers I felt. But like that that one makes sense for sure, especially um, the the way that Aonuma did it. There was like something that fell from the sky. And then he rewinded it so he can get on top of that thing from that fell from the sky to go up to one of the floaty islands. So, you know, there's going to be all kinds of use cases for this rewind, I'm guessing. But, um, yeah, what did you think about that one? Um, I've, I can't wait to see what sort of puzzles. They, and that's one thing that we don't mm -hmm. really know is, you know, like in Breath of the Wild, we had all the shrines. And that was where you really got to, you know, get creative and, and use your, your tools to do, you know, different things. And you had to, because, you know, you couldn't climb things. You couldn't launch yourself. Right. Um, and I'm wondering, like, how these new tools are going to be used in whatever the replacement for shrines is. Because I imagine there's going to be something that's going to be, you know, a test of your problem-solving abilities. The fact that right. Here's a big open world. Like, there has to be something that'll, you know, that, that'll give you a reason to use these things. Pardon me, outside of just, you know, regular battle and exploration. So I'm kind of curious how they, that'll work. Yeah, and, exactly. And what happens to our other our other abilities? Like, are we still going to have uh, the ability to freeze things? Are we still going to have bombs? Sure. Like, yeah, like, like, that's something we don't really know. Like, what we know what the new stuff is. Uh -huh. We don't really know what old stuff is coming back. I kind of hope that those abilities are done with, like the bomb and like the free. I hope because I hope I hope there's like new stuff in its place. I wouldn't be sad if that stuff came back, but at the same time, I'm just kind of hoping for you know, for new stuff. But um, for as far as bombs are concerned, I hope they come back in the traditional bomb form, where you can just like buy a bomb pouch or whatever, and you know still have bombs, but may not necessarily have it be a, an ability. Right. Well, and yeah, the bombs that you got in Breath of the Wild, at least the the Chica bombs, whatever they were called, were oh, right. pretty limited. Like, there were certain things that you couldn't do with them that you needed, like a bomb arrow or something. Mm -hmm. to accomplish. So, um, yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting. Like, like will we will we get a hook shot? Like, will that come back when... That would you be know, like, that would make sense, just, honestly. In a, like a, with a floaty island situation, like it would make sense to have a hook shot, right? Like we know that there's definitely going to be, uh, uh, you know, the glider's going to take a, you know, going to be a really useful item. But mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. I'm 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 excited. Um, probably more excited than I should be, considering how much time I've spent with Breath of the Wild, and I'm literally just diving right back into Breath of the Wild. But there's just so much new stuff. Um, I'm curious what the story is going to be. I'm curious what other new stuff we haven't seen yet. It's 
uh, this game is going to consume my life. I just, just like Breath of the Wild did. The, the only sad part is, you know, now I have a job, so I can't spend all afternoon playing Tears of the Kingdom <laughs> like I did oh, when Breath right. of the Wild came out. <laughs> I forgot you weren't working at that time. It was, uh, yeah, okay, that's right. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be for me, too, because, like, I, I have more responsibilities with a kid now, so, like, I don't, I'm not going to be able to spend, like, all of the time in the world on this game, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It, uh, I know I'm going to find my way um, sp to spend, like, you know, 500 hours with this stupid game, just like I did Elden Ring, but, you know, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, what else about the game that you wanted to talk about? Did you, was there anything that you wanted to hit on from that, um, direct? I'm sure there is, but I, uh, but I, I can't think of it right now. Um, just, uh, yeah, I should have, I should have made a list, but yeah, just, just being able to explore these, these new areas is going to be, is going to be fun and seeing how things have changed. Um, you know, what characters we're gonna wear? Like, when does this take? Like, like we've seen in the trailer that you know there's like construction, like they're rebuilding certain parts of the world. Right, right. Is this going to be? Is this just all right? Here's something that's there to show that they're rebuilding, or is this something that's going to progress over time? You know, are we going to sure. see piles, piles of materials here now? But as we you know progress more in you know, as far as like shrines or whatever it is we're supposed to be doing, is this going to build up? Like, are we going to see some of these ruins turn into actual living spaces again? Like, that's what I'm sure. really excited about. Is like, I want to go explore all these places that were deserted and find out if there's something new. Like that one, um, that one area that's just east of the Great Plateau where it was like a village that got bombed, yeah, and flooded, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. like, is is that going to be something new when when I go back? Right. Yeah. No, I'm so super excited for all of that. The other thing too for me is I'm hoping that there's going to be some kind of a story involved, but you know we'll see. Like we, I, you know, I think we all kind of got our hopes up with the Breath of the Wild DLC that there was going to be a little bit more story there than there was. But um, maybe that's what they're spending a lot of their time on with this game is like fleshing out like a really cohesive storyline, you know, like with a lot of like side quests and side characters. Like that would be my hope too. Definitely seems like there's more story, like more involved story at least from the trailers we've seen like there were not very many uh cinematic trailers mm -hmm. um you know for for breath of the wild it was mostly about the gameplay and sure well, everything we've seen until now has been cinematic with mm -hmm. a couple of glimpses of gameplay so maybe we'll have more of a story this time too if we don't that doesn't mm -hmm. bother me i was not as bothered by the lack of prevalent Kinda story same. as yeah as like you know Lucas was. For me, it was all about the gameplay, the immersive gameplay. One of my favorite things about Breath of the Wild, especially since, you know, all of us pretty much started it at the same time, since Lucas, um, was the... Uh, so we had a chat that was just specifically for us who were playing Breath of the Wild, right. and there was always, like, every day they'd be like, hey, did you see this thing in this spot? Or oh, go to this part of the map and, and check this thing out. Like, that... that 
that community element yeah. of it. Yeah. You know, going on Twitter and Facebook and seeing people's videos and being like, where is this? How did you do this? Um, you know, that's, I that's, feel like it's going to be that's the thing so that much I more loved. Yeah, I loved that about Breath of the Wild. And that's what, actually, now that I think about it, that's probably why I liked and like Elden Ring so much because there's that same community aspect there. It's like, because it, it, everything is a mystery in that game. There's no, like, you know, there's no instructions. Every, you know, there's not really much, uh, you know, direction. Um, Breath of the Wild was kind of the same way in that you know, you can kind of go anywhere and do anything and the game wasn't telling you to do it. Like even Tide Island, like there, there, there was somewhat signposting for even Tide Island, but you know, a lot of people just found that organically, you know, and that's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm excited for about this game. Yeah, there was still, even years later, there were still times where I, you know, just kind of wandered into an area and was like, I never saw this. <laughs> right, right. It's 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 wild. Yeah, Steam. Like I, I booted that game up, uh, gosh, a couple weeks ago in anticipation of Tears of the Kingdom. Played it for about an hour, and I came across this uh, like uh, outpost of um, like there was a Lionel there. Cause I'm playing in Master Mode. There was a Lionel, and then I turned the corner, and there was like another Lionel. I was like, I've never been to this place. Like, what is this place? So yeah, it's a uh, yeah, I it's crazy. Know where you were. Uh, I, I don't, I'd have to go back and look at my footprints and stuff, but, um, yeah, was I, that, uh, was it that area with all the like baobab style trees or I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Only... Because, okay. Cause that's the only place where I can think of where there's a Lionel and then another Lionel just, just down the path. Cause uh, yeah. I remember farming for, for, you know, Lionel parts in that area. Yeah, I didn't. Well, that that was like the first time that I've seen two of them together. So it like kind of kind of threw me. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, yeah, that's not not like together, but like right, you know, right, pretty yeah. similar areas. Like you run away um, from one and you're running into another. Exactly. Yeah. Like I've seen two of them in the same space before, but like, yeah, it's uh, this game, and I cannot wait for Tears of the Kingdom because I'm hoping it's kind of the same thing. But I think we can be gushing about this one all night. Um, so I think it's probably good to shift gears and to change the system, unless you had any final words on um, Tears of the Kingdom here. Uh, no, not 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 really. Like until we until we see more or get to play it ourselves, it's really just you know that anticipation of of what is this going to be? What are we going to see sort of thing, you know? Yeah, ex exactly. I I think if they end up releasing any other trailers, I probably won't watch it at this point because I think I want to go in as fresh as I can. I almost um, feel like I, I wish I wouldn't have seen the fuse mechanic, but at the same time, it's like, it's whatever at this point. I know it's there. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to be dark if there's any other trailers, just so y'all know. <laughs> That's how um, I am with the Super Mario Brothers movie. Like, I've, say, I've mm -hmm. seen enough trailers to know that I really want to see this movie. And so I've just been avoiding everything else because I keep saying, oh, new trailer dropped with new footage or new. And I'm like, nope. The so last I've one I watched enough. was a Super Bowl one. Yep. Same here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, well, all right, let's get into change the system. Um, I'm gonna let you take the helm, um, if that's cool with you, because for me, 
I think that mine is gonna, might be a little bit long, but we'll see. We'll see. I'll, you go ahead, Justin. We'll see. I'll let you take the take the helm here today. Um. So mostly, what I've been playing is Metroid Prime. Um, oh which, yeah. Okay. As I mentioned last week, is great because um, you know, I can play it handheld, unlike a lot of other games, because I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. I'm missing out sure. on the music, but you know, I can download the music and listen to it separately. Um, right. I'm finally, I have finally actually progressed past the point I got in all of my previous playthroughs. So I'm in hey. new territory. I'm discovering right. new things. Um, and I'm like committed to finishing this game. Playing in casual mode helps because I have not died once, but I That's still get into nice. those like boss, I get into those boss battles where I've, so my my thing with boss battles is I always feel that the hard part about bosses is figuring out their patterns and weak points. And once mm -hmm. you figure that out, it should be easy. Like, mm -hmm. and one of the issues I always have, you know, I have with like Cuphead and, you know, a lot of these, you know, old classic games and everything like that is you figure out the pattern, but they still get in these cheap hits that you can't avoid or anything like sure. that. Sure. Um, but uh, with with Metroid Prime, it's definitely a lot like Breath of the Wild, where once you figure out how to beat the boss, it's pretty easy to beat the boss. And so, um, you know, I'll bang my head against something for a little while and then, you know, be like, oh, that's how you do it. And then, you know, so I haven't died once. Um, I've, I've definitely uh, lost quite a bit of health in a few battles, but I've got so many energy tanks now that I'm pretty safe. So right now it's all about sure. the exploration, the finding new items, the uh, what can I do here. I like that if I wander, like at one point I got a new item, I don't remember what it was, and I was exploring a certain area and after about because I'm like, alright, I have this new item so I have to go over here, right? I got over there and I'm exploring, and then all of a sudden I get the little thing like, hey, we have an important message for you to look at. Like, you're in the wrong place. You're supposed to go all the way over here. Like, damn it. <laughs> but what I what I love about that is that, you know, one of the things that turned me off about Metroid Prime before, and one of the reasons why I never finished uh, Super, Super Metroid until I had the benefit of <clears throat> safe states and, uh, you know, mm -hmm. maps, was that I hate getting lost. I, I, sure. I like having an idea of where I'm going and then trying to find my way, which is what I loved about Metroid Fusion, Zero Mission, Dread, is it doesn't tell you exactly where you're going. It just says, here, you want to get to this room. You have, We're not going to tell you how you're going to get there. You just have to kind of find your way, and who knows sure. what you're going to run into or find on the way, but just know that this is where you want to be. Um, so yeah. that has really helped me out a lot. Um, that's going to be a great segue for one of the games that I'm playing, by the way. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, the only real, the only really uh, thing I really wanted to, to talk about, because I haven't played a whole lot other than Metroid Prime uh, and The Last of Us. Um, oh, yeah. Did you ever, are, have you finished that yet? I haven't finished it yet. And as a matter of fact, we reached a point in the series where we've actually gotten past where I am in the game. So I have to play it tonight. And catch You're up. like I gotta, yeah, um, right. <laughs> um, but uh, actually, most of my my gaming time this past week was spent 
on the eShop and trying to figure out what things, you know, I was going to pick up before everything closed. I kind of Rest in peace. Yeah, I, 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 I basically prioritized anything that um, was anything I didn't already have that was going to be unique to the system that it's on. So, like, as far as virtual console games, I didn't get anything on the 3DS. Um, and on the Wii U, the only ones I bought were anything with Zapper um, things because that makes sense. There's no way to yeah, there's no way to duplicate that on anything else. Um, at least no good way. Um, sadly, the one non-Zapper game that I really wanted to get um, on the Wii U, I forgot to get before it closed, which was Donkey Kong 64. So hopefully we do get that on the NSO. But I'm like, this is one of those games that might be stuck on, you know, it might be stuck in, in licensing hell. Um, but we got GoldenEye, so I don't see why we can't get Donkey Kong 64. So Rare, sure. Nintendo, Microsoft, if you're listening, give me Donkey Kong 64 on NSO so I can finally beat that game. Um, but yeah, mostly it was just kind of going through that. So I've got a whole bunch of stuff. The one thing that I am excited about is uh, I did get... Hopefully the background is kind of filtering through here. But I got... I repurchased... Oh, that Santa looks... Returns. Yeah. I repurchased Samus Returns on in digital because I was having this problem, and I thought it was my 3DS, where I would play Samus Returns, put the system to sleep, and then when I'd oh, open yeah, it up, it would that. wake again. And for the longest time, I thought it was something wrong with the 3DS. And then um, one day I was playing uh, Grand Theft Auto, and I realized well, it's not doing it. So I tried a few other games and it wasn't doing on those either. I'm like, it's got to be the cartridge. It's got to be something wrong with the cartridge. So I thought, the cartridge is super expensive to get now. I may as well get it digitally. Hopefully it works. If it doesn't work, I'm no worse off. I'm out 40 bucks, but, you know, what the hell. Um, fortunately, do you it seems to have, have fixed the problem. Do, do you have another 3DS you can test that theory on, that cartridge, by chance? Um, I could always pop it into one of my kids. Uh, my 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 uh, oldest has a new 3DS uh, non-XL, and then my youngest has a regular like the wedge style um, 2DS. So maybe, maybe worth testing out. Those. Yeah, maybe worth testing out because then you can. Um, I'm pretty sure Nintendo fixes that kind of stuff. Because so one of the times I. Um, at least they did. One of the times I put my uh, one of the 3DS games in the washing machine and didn't work, and I sent <laughs> it over to Nintendo, and they uh, they fixed. I think I had to pay like ten bucks or something, basically for like the shipping, but like they fixed it for me. So. So that's so. Hopefully, you know, when I get some time, I'll I'll play some of these some of these games. I did um, get. Oh. Um, Lucas, uh, you'll you'll be especially happy with this. I uh, one of the games that I got on the Wii U was Metroid Other M. I thought I you never were played Monster it, Hunter. and of course, no, I have I still have Monster Hunter for the 3DS. I've barely played it, um, but a uh, I'd never played Other M, and you know, like I knew it was one of those games that was going to be super expensive if I wanted to get physically. Sure. So. 
bike. I may as well get it while it's it's here and twenty bucks. And so probably that's going to be the next thing I play after I beat Metroid Prime and uh, Samus Returns. I'm really right. on a Metroid kick thanks to uh, Metroid Dread. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, it's going to be kind of. Uh, bouncing around things for the next few weeks as I play all the all the big and little games that I've picked up. Some of them I just picked up just because I could and you know sure like pick Pikmin one and two because I knew that again, if I ever wanted to play Pikmin one and two, I didn't want to have to pay sixty, seventy, ninety bucks for them on disc when I can just go on the eShop now and get them Sure, yeah, that makes sense. The, the only game that I really considered getting uh, for that reason that I ended up not getting was uh, Metroid Prime uh, Federation Force. And the main reason I did not get that is because I figure so much of that game is the multiplayer aspect of it that I'm probably not going to get a whole lot of uh, use out of it. So. I figured I'll sense. just skip that one. If they ever remake it for Switch or something like that, I'll try it then. Sure, sure. Did you get anything uh, um, on the, uh, like, were you downloading things at the 11th hour? Or had you already, like, mapped out everything that you wanted? Oh, no, I had no idea. As a matter of fact, I, I <laughs> regret waiting until the last minute because I should have been kind of chipping away at my wish list, you know, over the past year. Sure. Uh, but Sure. But um, I did pick up a, a few things that, you know, like uh, Batman Arkham Origins is a game that I've been wanting to play for quite a while, uh, but didn't have on anything. And it's one of those games that's kind of hard to get. And so I'm like, well, I may as well get it on the Wii U since it's right here in front of me. Um, and then sure. I also got the uh, the Blackgate uh Batman game on the 3DS, so you know I've got Black got both versions. I've never heard of that. It's it was it was a kind of a prequel to Batman Arkham Origins. Uh, it came out on the 3DS and PS Vita. It's okay. I don't. It's either a 2D or two and a half D side-scrolling game, but it's uh-huh. got all of the like combat and stealth and gameplay aspects of the full 3d game so and one of the youtubers that i that i follow recommended it before you know it disappeared so i'm like what the heck may as well um sure so yeah my gaming budget is pretty much blown for for quite a while because um (laughs) you know with 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 tears of the kingdom coming out i already got that with uh what do you what do you call it the the voucher dual pass or whatever yeah the rest of my uh, my eShop budget went towards um, Wii U and 3DS, but I do have 9,000, uh, almost 9,500 gold coins that I can spend. So the next couple of games that I buy are going to be are not going to cost me anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I guess, got I guess like that's 90, plus. 95 bucks that I just got for free, uh, plus the other voucher that I have used yet so sure anyway oh, nice. i'm running long and you said you had a lot of stuff to talk about so uh so go ahead 
<laughs> well, I'll, I'll piggyback off of that because I, I did not get as crazy as you did, but I ended up I did end up buying a few games. Um, they were on the 3DS, and mostly because I just I, I looked at okay, what games do I want to have that have like the 3D effect? You know what I mean? So like, that was the I, big I just, thing for me too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I got so, there was a game that had been on my wish list ever since the system came out called uh, Vector Racing. And it's okay. basically like a wipeout style futuristic racing game, but it was all, you know, like, you know, line vector graphics with sure. full stereoscopic 3D. So I'm like, I have to get this before I can't anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because like I I I think me and you are probably like the two people on this planet that still enjoy the the 3D gimmick because I do. I still like it. I like I will put on my 3d glasses for my 3d tv if i have the chance you know like any opportunity i can i'm wanting to watch something in 3d i i like it yeah me too um i i'm i'm really hoping that with uh, avatar 2 coming out on you know at, at home that it'll revitalize the 3d market doesn't seem to have but yeah i love i love stereoscopic 3d i love the 3ds i love playing video games in 3d i love my 3d tv even though it's not hooked up anymore i have one upstairs in case i want to play in 3d so sure but yeah yeah that, that was yeah. the big thing about the 3ds that i'm gonna miss now that you know it's gone <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah the the big ones for me that i did um on my list anyways i bought the i bought bravely second even though i could probably find a cartridge of that i ended up just downloading it um uh, there was this uh 3d forget what it's called i think it's called like urban trial or something like that but it's basically like a um like a bike racing game or like a like a, i guess motocross don't come at me moto bros um but <laughs> it's uh it, it was supposed to have used the 3d really good i i basically just looked at a couple of lists as like all right what what uses the 3d good got that one got that one never heard of that one let's check it out it's only five bucks type of thing you know so Did i, I picked i spent I already had that one actually, but yes. Okay, I had, I that had was to... one of the ones I, I that was one of the ones I picked up uh, during the the going out of business sale. <laughs> sure. That's, that's, that's one of those quintessential stereoscopic 3D games. Yeah, yeah. I, I just kind of went down the list and I made sure I had all the essentials, so I think I'll be good. And actually, you know what? I ended up playing my 3DS quite a bit over the weekend, uh, like you know, probably a two, three hours worth, but like more than I played it in months, you know, so it got some love for sure. Um, so let's talk about the other games that I've been playing. Um, Pokemon Go, all the other stuff. I have been playing Pokemon, um, the new one, whatever it's called, Scarlet Violet. I, I, I just don't like it. I just don't like this <laughs> stupid game. I, I want to like it, and I just don't. And you know what? It's so superficial of me because it all comes down to the aesthetics and the um, the jank, but I just can't get past it. I really just can't. Like, when 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 I'm biking down, like, a road and, like, all of this stuff starts popping in, like, there's, like, a bush, like, literally right next to me that pops. I just can't get behind that, you know? So I don't know. Um, maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm jaded on that, but like, I just, it, it's just not for me. I'm going to end up finishing Scarlet. I don't think I'll end up finishing both versions of the game, but I'm committed to finish this one. But I, um, it, you know, if I'm ranking Pokemon games, this one is like mid tier, maybe bottom tier, you know, like I, I just, it's just not, just, just, just don't like it. I don't know. I, uh, I had no, I have no interest in it 
whatsoever. Um, I still haven't haven't beaten Sword Shield, whichever one it was that I'm playing. The one the the Legends Arceus was probably the Pokemon game that I liked the most. I haven't finished that yet, but mm-hmm. you know, like that's the one that I want to return to. Um, but yeah, this came out. I'm like, I've got too many Pokemon games that I haven't finished, and this is just more of the same. Like, if it isn't doing something new and sure. different, I've already. I've already got it, so why bother? Right. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, that's that one. Um, so, some of the other games I've been playing, let's go through some quick hitters, because I've been playing a lot. So, my wife has been watching um, The Walking Dead. She finished it about a month ago. So, I started playing the Telltale Walking Dead games, because I had actually never finished... I, I've, I've never played beyond season one season one was really good it was like it's probably one of my favorite games of all time like you know if i'm gonna put a list of 50 games that game's definitely gonna be on it um season two is um really good too although i haven't played like i literally only played the first episode so what i'm doing is i'm going through all of season one playing with my wife because she's never played through them you know so she's she's not really playing she's kind of watching you know like telling me well why the hell did you do that um type of thing um but um yeah that is what's going on with the walking dead i will probably end up playing through most of it um you know by the time the weekend is over i'm guessing um i've also been playing a game and this is going to be switching gears to xbox now i've been playing uh a game called hi-fi rush i think i talked about it a few weeks ago it's a bethesda game it's on game pass it is oh my god it's so good i I, so i hadn't given it a chance um i mean not necessarily hadn't given a chance i had only played a little bit of it but my problem when I played it before was I was playing it with a sound off or like really low so when I played it this second time um, I, I had the sound blast in I was like you know really getting into it because it's it's a beat-em-up rhythm game basically and that's what I thought this was so yeah it is so yeah. good and it's got like a anime aspect to it um, it's it's published by Bethesda, so I think I already said it's on Game Pass. Um, from Tango Gameworks, I think they did like Evil Within and some other stuff. But um, I am just, it is a such a freaking awesome game. It just took me by surprise too, because like I was not expecting to fall in love with it as much as I have. But um, wow son of a gun it is a freaking good game um game pass games if you have game pass like just download it like no excuse you know like it's it's in a game pass essential at this point high five never get my xbox working again um sure this weekend i'm just gonna end up like factory resetting it and see and re-downloading all my games to see if that helps because yeah um hey microsoft you stopped talking to me like I, right. They stopped talking to me on Twitter. They never responded to my email. Like, like what? What the hell? I was getting good um, customer service until I wasn't getting any. But uh, right. Yeah. So right. I figure, big figure. All of my saves are are backed up in the cloud anyway. So I'll just factory reset the Xbox, re-download the the games that I wanted to play, and hopefully that'll fix it. Otherwise, right. I guess I'm shipping it back. 
Yeah, right, exactly. Um, yeah, that's a bummer, too, because, like, I feel like right now is the best time to have an Xbox. I guess there's just so many games that I've been playing. Like, I hear a lot of people, frankly, bitching and complaining about there's no games on on Xbox, but that's just crazy. There, If you have Game Pass, there is just so much content. Yeah, maybe it's not, like, exclusive, necessarily. Like, you can maybe find it other places, like PlayStation and wherever else. But who cares? It's games, you know? Like, I, I don't understand people's obsession with, well, it's not an exclusive, and so, you know, PlayStation is better or whatever. It's like, get over yourselves, you know? Yeah, like, I... I, you know, I've... I've every generation, I've eventually ended up with all of major systems mm-hmm. and like especially the end of last generation and definitely into this generation like playstation xbox what's the difference it's like, interchangeable yeah of the games are exactly the same between the two of them and you know like yeah each one has exclusives but you know like you know you, you get the system with the exclusives you like and everything else is the same i just have right. to have both and, you know, like, the hardest decision for me is which system would I rather play it on. Nine times out of ten, it's Xbox, because unless it uses, like, the special triggers or anything, I hate the PlayStation controller. With a <laughs> oh, sure. I'd much rather use the Xbox controller. That's funny, because I, um, I think you've talked about that, but I've heard, like, nothing but praise about the DualSense. So it's just, it's, it's interesting it's coming from... It's a controller. I just hate the joystick is still down here see if that's if that's your complaint then i know i would hate it because i hate having them in what is that yeah. called in i don't there's like a it's the, the, the symmetrical the, yeah. yeah thank you like, symmetric i didn't I, even I, mind the symmetrical I need joysticks yeah i like offset i didn't even mind the symmetrical joysticks on the wii u controller because at least they were up here where my thumbs are right but having to right. have my thumbs down here is uncomfortable yeah, no, I, I've i been thinking about that, actually, and I was, because, you know, busting out the eShop and looking at all this stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, the Wii U had, you know, symmetrical thumbsticks, but I didn't complain about that because they were, like, in the natural position, you know? Like, yeah. y- if you're going to have your thumbsticks, put them where, like, your thumbs are resting already. Like, I don't want to be reaching down here to move my character. I just don't. Like, I hate it. I just cannot get behind that. I wish I wish PlayStation would release like two versions, you know, like the, the old fashioned one and then like the, you know, the offset. Cause I would, I would honestly, that would probably be enough for me to switch over and at least get a PlayStation 5, you know? So there are companies that make asymmetric, like I've been playing The Last of Us on a Nacon asymmetrical uh, PS4 controller. Unfortunately, you can't use that with games um, sure but um so that that controller is really nice you can get asymmetrical controllers for the ps5 but they're super expensive so until a sure company comes out with one that's actually like moderately priced yeah I'm, I'm stuck either playing the ps4 versions or you know using the ps5 controller. <laughs> sure sure well, um, to round off the games that I've been playing, um, I, again, like I've been playing a lot, but I'm not going to talk about everything. I do want to talk about GoldenEye, though, because I have been um, 
laboring at that game, trying to get back to where my Nintendo 64 cartridge was, meaning I had every cheat code unlocked. I had beaten everything on um, Agent, Secret Agent, Double O Agent, you know, unlocked both of the secret, like the whole everything. And I, I, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to do it on Xbox or if I wanted to do it on Switch. And I ended up doing it on Switch because um, of the N64 controller and the comfortability there. Like, I don't really like playing GoldenEye on the Xbox. I'm not going to lie. It just doesn't feel like GoldenEye. It feels weird. It's funny. I have no problem playing Perfect Dark on the Xbox. But playing GoldenEye on the Xbox just feels weird. Like I it feels weird, right? put that N64 controller in my hand and I'm back in, in high school. And, it, and that must totally. have never left. Um, totally. I'll, I'll tell you, there are a couple of really handy cheats that you just enter them at the beginning of the level, and you can breeze through everything in in uh, was it double O agent mode, and yeah. just unlock everything. So if you if you ever want those, I'll send them to you because that's how I, I just kind of cheated my way through the story. Um, sure. Unlocked all the cheats, and I'm like, all right, I have everything now. So anytime I want to play it in any way, it's there. Yeah, that um, I I have to do it legit because I've um, that's how I did it as a kid. Because I remind me of this. I think that the timeline was that like that that Nintendo sixty four is pretty much long and gone. And then one of the um, rare producers basically came out and said, "Oh yeah, no, there's all these cheat codes that you can type in, and then basically release them." Isn't that that what happened back in the day? I, I yeah, I definitely feel like it was years between the release of yeah. GoldenEye and when those cheats came out. And I'm pretty sure those cheats were probably never meant to be found by the public. They were sure. probably just like debug cheats. But yeah, the, they they were officially released and like, hey, by the way, these are here. And uh, yeah, like I, so what I would do is I would start a level in double O agent mode. I'd activate invincibility. I'd activate maximum mm -hmm. ammo. And if I needed a special weapon just to make like a like the golden pp7 or, or something sure just to make the game easier i'd, I'd do the all cheat. but you know at that point like it was just it was just like I, I can take my time you know except for the escort mission right where i had to do those four or five times but um right the um you know like i can take my time i can i can you know breeze through it and then as far as unlocking the rest of the cheats i just use the button codes for those I yeah now exactly. I have 007 in, in every level so sure I've the last thing that I need to do is um, get a couple of the cheat codes so I've, I've unlocked all of the levels I've beaten everything on double O so now I'm just trying to get like the basically a time trial for all of that stuff um, the hardest one I always tackle first at least in my opinion the hardest one which is the facility that where you get I'm pretty sure that's where you get yep, yep. mm-hmm I always tackle yeah, that you one have first. to beat in like double O in like yep. ridiculously low amount of time yeah that was screw that I've never I, I tried that two or three times I first of all I don't think I could ever beat a single level in double O agent mode ever um, sure so that was never going to happen for me um, that but Go yeah, ahead. once I found out that I could unlock with a un that, unlock that with a game shark, that was it. I just game shark sure. all of them. <laughs> that was so 
invincibility, that brings me back to rewind the clock, folks, to QuickTime Player. Because I remember uh, like downloading something from like IGN.com or whatever, having or maybe even having to have like real play, stream player or whatever it was called <laughs> installed so that I can watch somebody do the cheat code like be able to like beat it in time and i was like oh that's how you do it and all it you know is like letterboxed and like you know all like so super grainy but then i was able to then go back and like you know try and recreate that so you have to like use your proximity you like throw your proximity mines you have to like you, there's like a way oh god how, how do you do it i think it's like left bumper right bumper and then like B or something like that. And it like will detonate the mine remotely. Um, so like you yeah. can detonate the mine like in the yeah. air basically. Um, so you have to like throw the mines in between a crowd of like four people, detonate it just right. But if you throw it a little bit too far, it might actually blow up the computer that's back there that you need to open the door. So it's like very involved, you know? And there's luck involved because you can do everything right and you can get to the end, but, the, but if but Dr. Doke, Doke is not the, yeah, if he's in that, mm -hmm. that, that, that one off to the side, yeah, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, that's always the first one that I tackle because it's the hardest, I feel. And it, it feels very rewarding when you finally get it, quite frankly. it's uh, it, it just feels so good. And like you, like, you you know, you pick up that N64 controller and it's just like straight muscle memory, you know? Like, it's just like, oh, my gosh. So I think the hardest cheat I ever unlocked was infinite. I think it was infinite ammo in perfect dark. Um, so, and I think this was on the Xbox because, you know, on the, on the N64, you could use the uh, transfer pack to unlock a bunch sure. of things. But on the, oh, yeah, on that's the right. Xbox, of course, you didn't have that. Um, so it, you had to do Pelagic 2, which is the, the submarine. Um, mm -hmm. and you had to do it in like a certain amount of time. And that's the one with all the hallways that look the same. Yeah. And once I learned the diagonal strafe trick, like that was like, then I was able to get through it. And I think I did, it took me maybe a half dozen tries and I finally unlocked that. That sure. was the hardest one I ever unlocked. And once I had that, I'm like, all right, I have invincibility. I have infinite ammo. I have all right. That, those are the only cheats I need. Screw the rest of them. <laughs> like I wish, but I wish button codes had come out for the for Perfect Dark. Cause... For real, right? That'd be so funny if they come out like, like, hey, by the way, here's the button codes for Perfect Dark. No, I never, I never uh, unlocked all of the stuff in Perfect Dark either. I felt like that was a much harder game to do that in in my opinion because it was that was a pretty hard game like it was even hard to just beat it in uh what was it called perfect mode or dark agent or whatever it's called yeah like like yeah they really like bumped up the difficulty in, in perfect totally mode. agent was was super easy most of the time what was secret agent ramped up the difficulty so mm -hmm. much more than than mm -hmm. golden i did and forget perfect agent i could not beat a single level it was too hard. I, I could, I, um, I ended up beating some of them, but like I, I never beat them all. There's, I remember getting so frustrated. I think on that same level, actually, that you're talking about, Pelagic, uh, like, where is that the one where you get the far sight and then there you can see all of the like the, all of the people running through the hallways and everything like that. Do you have a far sight in that one? By do you know? No, no, no. no. I think that's the crash. The, the, that's the next one, the alien ship that's on the you're right ocean floor. 
this is the you're one right. before that where you're on the on the sub and, and trying to or yeah. the, whatever it is and you're you're trying to get your way to the thing to get down to it. So it's yeah, just a bunch you're of right. like, hallways and, and everything. Yeah, I specifically remember that one just broke me. Like I just I just couldn't do it. I think maybe I finally eventually did it and then got to the last level where is what is the last level? Oh yeah, where there's all those like invisible guys, and I just said, "Forget oh, it. No, yeah. thank you. No, thank you." Yeah, that one was too tough. So I remember reading in a strategy guide that for each increasing difficulty in Perfect Dark, you so the enemies took had more health. Um, they did more damage. You had. Um, you had less ammo. Like each pickup gave you less ammo, and right. your auto aim wasn't as precise. So you're combining. You do less damage. They do more damage. Your shots are less accurate, and you have fewer bullets. Like it's just so right. stacked against you that I was just never able to overcome it. I'm like, screw this. Yeah. I may as well become an actual secret agent and try shooting out with bad guys because it's just as successful <laughs> sure for real though I, and i feel like they did that for like the hardcore of the hardcore because you know oh, yeah. they saw what golden eye was you know and then they needed to appease to that hardcore crowd and i thought i was that rare hardcore games crowd, are, are clearly not rare games are good at, at challenge but but that was sure same yeah I, I i just yeah too much but uh, yeah, that was really it for me. And I think that's pretty much it for the show too. I think that brings us to the end. Uh, we always manage to make it to an hour, even if it's just the two of us. So I guess uh, <laughs> you're welcome, listeners. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you for listening. I believe Lucas will be back again next week. So goodbye. We'll see y'all next week. Adios. I would do Lucas's bye-bye, but throat is already hurting so i'm just gonna say see you real soon <laughs> <laughs> oh wait a minute rewind the clock i i forgot we have a question block question oh my god there's three Oi. of them okay geez louise let's get to this uh, um so we have wild with flavor and he asks with the introduction uh to some interesting mario kart courses any courses you want to see return or be made also five more characters my bets on funky kong and captain falcon at least What's yours? I have no opinion on this because I, I haven't really played the new DLC except for the new um, character better be Diddy Kong. We better get some Kongs in here. I want I want me some Diddy Kong. Um, I want Rob back from Mario Kart. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, as far as new courses, I just want to have all of the Rainbow Roads from all of the Mario Karts in one Mario Kart. Like, if we get every Rainbow Road, I'll be happy with whatever else they, they give us. Sure. If there are any other courses that we don't have already that that I really hope come back. But, um, you know, we've got Royal Raceway. Um, you know, we've got, a, we've got the best uh, Rainbow Road, which is the N64 one. Um, and second best being the, uh, the 3DS one. Um, sure. So we need... I think GameCube is the only Rainbow Road we don't have yet. And DS. I don't think the DS. Oh, okay. Is. So I want 
we've been, we've only got a couple of of um, of waves left, so uh, we need we need the last of the those the rainbow roads, and I'll be happy. Um, I feel like they're saving that for last, and then maybe. Yeah, and then maybe throw in, you know, another new course like Yoshi's Island or even like one of those ones like uh, the Zelda one or the F-Zero one where it's like completely out of left field. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, no, totally. Um, okay, so next question from Slacker No Mo Money, um, formerly Slacker Monkey. Um, he asks... This is very much not timely, but did you guys like the Pokemon 25 anniversary album that they put out a couple of years ago with a bunch of big name artists? Do you think they should do something like that again? And or would you like to see some more Nintendo IPs get a similar album? I don't think that they'll ever do this with Nintendo stuff. I think they only did this because it was Pokemon Company, but I thought it was pretty cool. They had like Katy Perry on there and like I think Post Malone featured on that one. So um, did you even listen to any of those songs? Do you know what he's talking about? I I was today years old when I found out. <laughs> so go um, check it as out. As long as 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 long as Weird Al Yankovic's Pokemon is on there, then I'll, I'll I'm happy. But <laughs> no more more modern artists like Little Yachi. I don't know what a Little Yachi is. So. Neither yeah, do I. I have a Neither feeling. Do I. I have a feeling that that this 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 is not. I think I'd be more excited for uh, a remaster of To Be a Master. <laughs> sure. Do you think... Anybody any... else who knows what that is, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm I sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely know what that is, uh, fortunately and unfortunately. Um, do you want, want any other Nintendo IPs to get a similar album? Um, ask with a follow his follow-up question there. I mean... I, I can't think of any IPs yeah. that that would apply to. It would be cool to see, I guess, you know. But, like, if they were going to do it, so I think it would be Mario. Yeah, I was going to say Mario, Zelda. Like, there's so much great uh, Nintendo music that they can do that with. The thing is, a lot of, like, a lot of that already exists. Like, there's 8-Bit Big Band that does, you know, the, you know, jazz covers of all this music. And then there, you know, like, thrash metal groups and techno groups sure. and everything like that covers it. So, like, this stuff all already exists for a lot of these games. It's just not officially released, but, you know, go to Overclock Remix and you'll find, like, some of the best you know, stuff out there, so... Sure, um, sure, sure. And I don't buy albums much anymore, so <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a non-issue for me. If I, if I like the song, I'll buy it. If I like enough songs, I'll buy the album. Um, otherwise, yeah, like, it's, it doesn't do much for me. Well, let me tell you, Katy Perry's, Katy Perry's Electric, where she's talking about Pikachu, money, love it. Um, JDP Cart 18, Jamie, asks, the new fuse mechanic in Tears of the Kingdom seems to be limitless in possibilities. What's a combination that you can think of that you'd like to see in this upcoming game? I think that's kind of hard to ask, uh, to, to speculate on without knowing what you know what all this stuff does but i want to see i think i mentioned this already earlier in the show i want to see what we can do with like like the keys eyeball you know like if we can do homing stuff with i don't know yeah, like boomerang could, yeah exactly yeah, like, yeah. Can, can i throw a boomerang and have it home in on somebody or you know something like that. yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to play with like because clearly yeah. there's a lot of options there that like you can put totally. meat 
something. Like, yeah, how do I right. use meat as a weapon? And and let me use meat as a weapon. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I it's cr gonna be crazy. Like, what can you do with all this stuff? Like, have they? It sounds like they've basically mapped it. Like, thinking, you know, behind the scenes, it, it's like, okay, every item basically has a something that it does maybe right like so maybe the key swings always does like homing element so maybe you put the key there or the key side on a sword you throw the sword and it like you know homes over and hits somebody i don't know if that's what it's gonna do it, but I, I it seems interesting enough you know what it reminds me of the uh ability fusing mechanic in kirby 64 where okay yeah like, they had they had like you know a dozen different powers but you could combine those dozen different powers with a dozen different powers. So you had like right. 100 different combinations of, of powers that you could do. Like, I feel like there's going to be a lot of this where, yeah, this thing always does this thing. That thing always does that thing. But you never know what happens when you combine the two. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for that. I think that if that's what they spent all their time, like mapping like different um, abilities to all of these items, I think that we can be in for a fun couple of years to come for sure. So, but yeah, thank you I'll, for. I'll, I'll be watching YouTube for all the crazy stuff to <laughs> figure out. No doubt, right? Um, so, thank you everybody for all your questions. We're really going to get out of here this time for realsies. Um, we'll be back next week. Goodbye. Adios. Good evening, good night, and especially good night.